Heroes of Welcome to episode 200 and we're going to start again. Go to burp. Hello. Uh, sorry. Professional. I know. Hello and welcome to episode 288 of Heroes of Handheld, the internet's premium handheld gaming podcast dedicated to all things handheld, whether that be Nintendo Switch, iOS or this week, Colin, two PS Vita stories. Count what em. the heck is going on? Who? That's a who. It's mad, isn't it? My name's Chris. I'm joined by Colin. Every week we do the big news and occasional reviews and thoughts and features that you need to know about and thank you very much for tune- choosing to tune in to us this week colin how are you forward slash what have you been playing close brackets how am i well you know the first thing i'm going to do because you've like you know revitalized the spark inside me of the playstation vita i'm gonna have to try and find the podcast episode we did of heroes of handheld where we announced to the world it was the end of the PlayStation Vita. Oh, Do you yeah. remember this? Where it was like, the, you, we did like a funeral invite for the PlayStation Vita. Oh, yes. And we got hate for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see if I can find it. What episode was that? Periods of Hand, the PS Vita. I'm, I'm actually Googling our own name. That's that's where we got to. We're so famous. We're so pod famous that I just Google and straight away it's going to come up. Uh, the death of the uh, Vita. I mean, for those of you who are quite new to listening to our podcast, the PlayStation Vita used to be, you know, the main thing for us. Um, yeah, back in the day, we, it was that and the 3DS, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's when we initially started. I mean, if you're listening to the intro um, song that we have, there's actually sound effects from the Vita in that... Um, in the intro, um, I used to. I mean, I loved my Vita. You had the Vita for a bit as well. I had mine. I was clinging on to it for a bit longer than uh, than you were because I, I got rid of mine a couple of years ago. But to me, it was a great little console. It just came at a very bad time. I think it was just it was during the the surgence of mobile gaming, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's true. Anyway, what have I been playing this week? Sorry, I should have probably answered that question. Uh, I've been playing. Um, a Xbox game, which isn't related to handheld gaming, but I'll quickly mention it. I've been getting more into Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, which I have on my free... It's not free... 360? I can't remember I'm saying 360. That's a who. Xbox One. My Xbox One, I've got COD Modern Warfare, and I tried out the Warzone game mode, which everyone is going on about, the Battle Royale on the new COD. And honestly, I just didn't have a clue what was going on. Uh, before you go in, you have to do like this intensive training um level where you get told all these things and it's not as simple as just going into a game and having to survive there's there's so many things you gotta think about chris honestly i I went into this map i had no idea where i was going i hit by a stadium i found a quad bike and rode around on a quad bike and then i got killed so great game i did it was great so i was like fuck this and went back to multiplayer so that was my that was my experience of warzone i I might give it another go because i'm you know i'm very impatient with gaming chris i like it just i just like to understand straight away and when i don't understand stuff it frustrates me frustrates me but we need to play warface on um switch yeah yeah. remember that from all those weeks yeah last week yeah um what have you been did i well, did I tell you that I got to level 100 on Fortnite? Yes, you did. I think you and um, Rob of the 
of yeah. guest on the podcast from three, four years ago. Um, you stayed up till really late to do it? Uh, we got up really early. Um, oh, that was it. Yeah. But anyway, so Fortnite um, announced that they were going to delay the start date of season three. Um, so I finally caved and bought the Battle Pass, which was like a way for me to justify getting some extra in-game currency because the way the economics of it and stuff worked out. So I've been playing lots of Fortnite and I'm now level 120. 20 something does this keep going then does it ever end is there yeah a max so level? there isn't i don't know if there's a max level actually i've seen people in, like in the late hundreds i think um and that you don't get rewards after level 100 it's just like a bragging as far as i know anyway it's just like a, a bragging tool kind of like in call of duty when you could um prestige prestige yeah that's yeah. it um which is a really cool mechanic so i'm playing some Fortnite, um and then i'm playing a bit, bit of animal crossing um, and that's been kind of it, really. It's, I've been quite quiet on games this week. Um, I played a little bit of a game called Yet Another Zombie Defense HD, which was as shocking as uh, the title suggests. Where did you um, play that on? On that was on Switch. I think I bought it on sale for like two quid or something a couple of uh, months ago. It is like it's like Boxhead. I don't know if you ever played that on Newsgrounds or Newgrounds or whatever. It's that kind of vibe. Like top down, very simple zombie defense. Yet another zombie defense HD. But yeah, it's all right. It's got its moments. It's just very, it's very glitchy, and you have to like learn to um, kind of manipulate the AI and like to sort of make the most advantage of, of how the game mechanics work and stuff. But you know, it's okay. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, they were all the rage back in the early two thousand, no, mid two thousand, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be all the rage. As you said, with Newsgrounds, that is a who. And um, what other game? There's addictinggames.com. That was oh, yeah. One. Such fun. That. Mini, uh, mini Clip was the classic. Mini Clip, that was it. Yeah, that was the best one where you played your mini golf stuff on. Um, here's a who for you, Chris. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, wow. Great who. Major who. Yeah, Did yeah. you know that there was a recent iteration of Five Nights at Freddy's that came out last year? And also, that's on Nintendo Switch. You know oh that? wow! I didn't know Did that. You know that. Um, so I saw it was on offer on Nintendo Switch, and I definitely did not buy it because fuck that. I hate jump scares and no way. But I'm sure, hopefully, someone out there has played it because I think Switch would be a nice console or a good console to play it on. Um, I'm the sort of person who I can't stand jump scares, honestly. So I've already watched everything on YouTube with Five Nights at Freddy, just in case I ever decide to play it. So I'm not, you know scared <laughs> if i uh, you know if i ever do decide to play it and i'm uh, unprepared but i am prepared for one day i'm sure i will play five nights at freddy's but yeah so yeah it's on uh, nintendo switch which i thought was interesting because that was a that was another thing that was all the rage back in the day i say back in the day about five six years ago major who but um yeah i'd be interested to know if anyone out there has actually played five nights at freddy on nintendo switch and how it plays on the um uh, docked and how it plays undocked in handheld mode it'd be interesting to know there's been like six versions in that game, which is crazy. Actually, we should probably rewind. You know, we we're talking about the uh, PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Rest its soul. Um, That's me rewinding. What's the the music on the PlayStation Vita? I don't wrong thing. I know it is my head, but I'm completely butchering it. I, I miss the days of having like music on like just your um, home screen on your yeah. consoles. Yeah. Well, my one on the on the PlayStation has um. Um, oh come on! It has like a waterfall noise, which is very soothing. Oh, that's nice. So gentle rain. 
we don't do have anything on Xbox. It's just like a, a pit, endless pit avoid of depression and sadness, yeah. is what the Xbox is. Um, anyway, so PlayStation V, as we've discussed, we've got two bits of news, as Chris alluded to at the beginning of the podcast. And the first bit of news, um, which I'm totally surprised um, all 10 people who cared about this, is that Killzone Mercenary, which was a, exclu- a it was originally a Vita-exclusive Killzone game, which is, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, one of the best games that was ever released on PlayStation Vita. Um, it was a brilliant game, and it, it ran really well. It looked nice as well, and one of the biggest components of it that people were impressed by and really showed the capabilities of the Vita was the online element. Um, so you could play online multiplayer, um, standard first-person affair. I think it was was it five on five or four on four was the max in the games. Um, something could, it, it was a about probably about five or five i guess it was uh there's loads of good varied maps there's loads of shortcuts in the maps and there's different game modes like obviously team deathmatch there was also like a capture the flag style thing and a domination style game as well um really popular game it came i can't believe this it came out back in 2013 which is insane Gosh. that's seven years ago that's that crazy that was the same year we started this podcast oh lord we're so which old. Is even crazier I know so old and unsuccessful old I know. I think we're actually really successful. Aww. We've just got a silent audience, you know. Um, anyway, we love you if you're listening. Thank you very much. So, yeah, Kills and Mercenary. Um, <laughs> so, Kills and Mercenary, anyway. So, this shocked and saddened a lot of people a few days ago because unexpectedly and unannounced, the servers were shut down. So, now you can't actually play Kills and Mercenary online at all because the servers are gone. Um, and this was reported earlier this week, I believe, or over the weekend. And uh, there was no announcement from Sony about this. Um, it just came and went, and they just slowly, 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 and quietly decided to switch off the button and destroy the servers. And there was a little bit of an uproar on the PlayStation Vita subreddit on Reddit, obviously. Um, people were not happy about this. And I saw on the article about this that some people were trying to um, start a legal legal proceedings against sony because it goes against the terms and conditions or terms of oh wow something something along the the agreement when you buy the game um but i don't know how successful that's going to be to be honest with you it's sad um because it's a very it's a great game me and you played a couple of games on killzone mercenary back in the day and um we did enjoy it i think it was fun it was good times good yeah i enjoyed it um Mm. Are you a, but presumably, Colin, you're about to hit me with a nice, big, healthy upswing of news. An upswing of news? Yeah. I've still got Vita news to tell you. Yeah, yeah, but the, the Killzone Mercenary, the second part of that story. What's the second part of the story? The, the servers are back online. No, they're not, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, is that why you put in your Killzone Mercenary servers down and up? Yeah, yeah, down um... and up means down <laughs> and up. Um, well, it shows on. I, I saw the other said it was down i didn't realize they were back up when did they go back up then that's news so, to me tell me according more. to the sixth axis uh on monday they were reporting that the servers are uh coming back up um mm. and apparently it was just a minor glitch over the weekend which is why people were uh f- you know oh. going uh freaking out over it um ignore everything i just said then because what? long live the vita it will never die yeah well and this is like this i think what was really mad about this was just like it showed just how much people care about this game still because servers went down for a couple of days and then it was like people just started you know getting crazy about it and then they came back on and it's like oh it's all good although to be fair there is um 
you can actually go on the PlayStation website where it shows you, I'll link this on heroespanel.wordpress.com, all the servers that have been decommissioned. So, like, this is basically a long list of games servers that get shut down and it like allows it tells you what functionality you still get and still can't get from them um and what trophies get locked out as well it's super interesting actually like just to scan through and obviously with um ps5 on the way uh we know that you know there might be some um uh changes with regards to how sony does the servers for vita and for ps3 um so yeah do take a little look at this uh if you are so interested because they just put big long lists of even going up back to like psp and ps2 um so yeah do check out uh, this sort of stuff it's super interesting to see what has been cancelled over the years but the other bit of uh playstation vita news colin mm-hmm. and this was obviously a lovely surprise is that in two weeks time uh we see the release of naughty dogs next game the last of us part two um which picks up a couple of years after the last one left off and there's kind of um there's been leaks and stuff about this uh, which i haven't personally dug into because i kind of want to play it fresh um mm. But there was a video that came out last week as part of the um, PlayStation's big kind of coverage of this game, um, which showed a bunch of um, uh, scenes of Ellie, who's the game's protagonist, uh, doing kind of stealthy kill cool stuff. And one particular scene uh, featured a pretty surprising cameo because uh, during eight minutes of this video of Ellie kind of crawling around like shanking and stabbing and kind of like offing her enemies... Uh, we were treated to a a little glimpse of a woman in the year 2038 uh, playing on her PlayStation Vita and specifically playing Hotline Miami. (laughs) And as she is playing the game, Ellie jumps on her back and stabs her in the neck. (laughs) So I don't know if that's like a metaphor for something, but uh, there you go. Um, Well, she's got good tastes. Um, It's a beautifully um, animated PlayStation Vita. Yeah, it is cool, isn't it? And I mean, this kind of this is quite interesting because, like in Uncharted Four, uh, there is a um, section of that game where you play. Um, I can't remember if you play it on a PS3 or a PS1, but you play uh, the Crash Bandicoot game um, through Uncharted Four. So it's kind of cute that, like, obviously Naughty Dog aren't ashamed of their connection to PlayStation and are more than happy to kind of show it off in these senses. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, it's cool. cool. Like it's such a dumb thing, but it is like because you're gonna be doing anything. They, I hope they like just keep doing this in all their future games. Just have PlayStation Vita, just in everything for the yeah. rest of time. That'd be just great. Um, I mean, in terms of The Last of Us, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this, but I will admit I have read this, the leaks. Oh, Colin! Pro- the problem, the thing is, like, I don't have a PlayStation. I'm never gonna play it. So I thought, and I've not played the first one, so I, I don't know. So I read it, and I thought, I'm obviously not going to say anything, but um, it was all a dream. Um, sorry. Um, but no, I from what I read, it sounds quite good. See, I, I hate when people say, um, I'm not going to say anything, and then they say, but it's all a dream or whatever, because now I don't know if it is all a dream or if you're just like saying that to be like, to try and wind me up. And they all lived happily ever after. Oh, well, don't. Imagine. It won't end like that. Imagine. They all die. What yeah, else do you want? What would you say? <laughs> they all live. Likely. They all die. They're all happy. They're all sad. Um, but no, from my read, it sounds quite good. So, yeah. I don't know why people are getting so annoyed about it. Anyway, oh, um, there you go. Nice one. Well, let's talk about some other bits of news, shall Game we? News. 
Yeah, I just want to talk about this one quickly. And um, I woke up um, in the wee hours of yesterday, or maybe it was Monday morning, and I saw that Sega was trending. And this was because they made an announcement overnight, and people were a bit... From the few tweets I saw, because Twitter is obviously where I get all my you know mainstream gaming news, but one thing I saw is a lot of people were quite annoyed by this announcement, because it wasn't the announcement that people were expecting. People were wanting... Uh, I think people knew there was going to be an announcement from Sega, but they weren't expecting this. And the announcement is... Um, Sega are going to be releasing a Game Gear Micro. Four different versions of a Game Gear Micro. And that's the that's the big news. So there's going to be four versions of this, and it's it's just utterly bizarre, and it's very odd, and really, <laughs> they look very nice. There's four, there's four colours. There's a black one, a blue one, a yellow one, and a red one, and each one comes pre-loaded with four games. There's four games on each one. I guess it's... I guess it's because they want people to collect all of them that they've got different games on each one. Um, so this is going to retail or be priced at $50 for each one. So if you did want all of them, you're dropping $200. Um, the hardware itself, so here's another thing that's very interesting. It's This is tiny. They aren't joking when they say micro. It's 80 millimeters by 43 millimeters by 20 millimeters with a 1.15 inch display. There's a single speaker and a headphone jack, and it charges over USB, um, but can also be run off two two. I hear two AAA batteries. Two. So here's the thing: 1.15 inches, a very small display. So you might be wondering how you're going to play games on such a small screen. Um, here's the thing. If you're willing to drop $250 on a pack of all four of these consoles, so every colour, Sega is going to include a mini version of its big window magnifying glass accessory. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is this is bizarre. It's, it's basically like a big-ass magnifying glass that goes over the screen and it makes it bigger. And it's going to cost you $250. Obviously, you get all the consoles included, but this is just so weird. This is utterly bizarre. And I just don't know who they're marketing this. I mean, a few years ago, we had a, a, those different consoles that were releasing. There was, I know there was a PS1 classic uh, mini, whatever it was called, that came out and was a bit of a flop. What was the other one that released? Nintendo was, was have like done similar. them as well. Nintendo yeah. have done them for NES and Snets. I mean, looking at these models, they, they look old. <laughs> they don't look like they're new. But I mean, I'll just read through what games are on each one and you can let me know whether any of these will take your fancy, Chris. So, on the black model, you get preloaded if you spend $50 or, uh, how many yen was it? 4,980 yen. You'll, you will get Sonic the Hedgehog, Poyo Poyo 2, Outrun, and Royal Stone. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Outrun, awesome games. I've not heard of Poyo Poyo or Royal Stone. So, two out of two, two out of four ain't bad. So, that's all right. It's like Meatloaf said. Yeah. And uh, like a bat out of hell. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the blue one, which looks, yeah, looks all right. It's more like a lilac-y colour in my opinion, but I am colourblind, so that might be completely wrong. Uh, on the blue one, you get Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. I think Heroes. I've played Gunstar Heroes. I think, if I have... Uh, yes, Ooh. Gunstar Heroes is dope. I, I played this on um, Wii when it was on the backwards compatible, uh, when you could download old titles from there. And I played it with my little brother, and it's real sick. It's like a, a 2D kind of shoot 'em up thing. Um, I mean, it's very of its time, but it was really good fun. Hmm. Oh, yeah. But that 
looks familiar to me actually. There you go, that's one game then. So that's one out of four for you on that one. Uh, the next one, the yellow one, which is probably my favourite in terms of how it looks. But honestly, you're, you're going to have to bear with me for some of these games, honestly. Shining Force Gaiden NC Jashin no Kunihi. Shining Force the Sword of Haija. Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict. And this is the, the piece de resistance, this one. Nazupoiro Aruru no Ru. Lots of Ru's in there. Um, and that's what you get on the yellow one. Uh, and if you want the red one, you'll get Revelations, the Demon Slayer, uh, Megami, Tenzi Gaiden, Last Bible Special, uh, the GG Shinobi, and Columns. So uh, they will all be on there. And yeah, if you want, as I said, if you want to um, drop two for twenty-seven thousand two hundred fifty-five yen or two hundred fifty dollars, you'll get all four of them, and also a very attractive-looking um, <laughs> big window magnifying glass accessory, um, so you can actually see the games you're playing. Sounds good to me. When do they uh, when do they come out? They come out in Japan only initially yep. on October the sixth. There's no Western release yet, but uh, don't you worry. If that changes, your friendly neighbourhood Heroes of Handheld team will let you know. Oh yeah, we will be fighting hard for press copies for these. Um, Definitely, yeah. Some little bits of news from me. Uh, there's kind of some uh, light stuff and then some much heavier stuff. Uh, yesterday there was a Pokemon Sword and Shield event uh, in which we saw um, information on two new legendary Pokemon uh, which are coming to the Hoenn... Um, sorry, coming to the um, Thingy region, whatever it's called. The Thingy region? Yeah, what's it called? Galar. Um, but That's they are, it. So these are based on Pokemon region in the Hoenn region. Um, so this is in the Crown Tundra DLC and are related to uh, the Reggie Pokemon. And these are two new ones, Reggie Lecky, which is electric, and Reggie Drago, which is dragon type, which is really cool. Um, we do know a little bit more about what's happening with the Pokemon DLC, is that the Isle of Armour is going to be coming out on June 17th, whereas the Crown Tundra DLC, uh, which is the second part of the expansion pass, is coming later this year. Uh, Isle of Armour kind of got, like, I saw a lot of people in the Pokemon community didn't know that fast for it, because it looks like... It's not really going to add that much new stuff. Um, you know, a couple of new uh, areas and like a short story and things. But we'll see how well down this goes because my kind of anecdotally, Pokemon Sword and Shield seems to seemed like it was a bit of a missed opportunity and now continues to not really be the game people want it to be. Uh, but obviously, it still sold incredibly well. So we'll see what really? happens. Is, um, that, is, that, is, that, is that what went down with that game? Yeah, so we haven't like, really spoken about it in a long time. Anecdotally, you know, take my experience with a pinch of salt, but a lot of the people I spoke to were like very excited for it and then felt like it fell a bit flat, especially with regards to uh, the wild areas and how that kind of worked. Um, but there is some cool stuff coming. Uh, Galarian versions of uh, Kanto Legendary's Articuno, Zapdos and Moltres. In fact, we'll put this picture on heroeshandle.wordpress.com because these Pokemon look sick. Um, and different kind of... Uh, trailer as well which we will embed and you can watch that to your heart's content on heroesofhand.wordpress.com and this DLC comes out in two weeks time uh, so do keep him peeled for that but Colin mm. um, slightly more um, seriously uh, in the obviously this is a week where lots of news um, has been focusing on Black Lives Matter and on the um, protests that are happening uh, across the world, not just across the US. 
And what we as um, consumers and what we as me and Colin are both white, what we as white people can be doing in kind of uh, in a way that allies ourselves with this movement and doesn't take away from it and doesn't make it about us and about the good things that uh, we want to do makes, you know, keeps the focus on black people and black voices. Uh, There's a lot of huge stuff about this in the news at the moment and obviously i i you know kind of i think it would be in poor taste for us to come on here and talk about um talk about race and racism as if it's something that has affected us because it uh it hasn't we have obviously both benefited from um the privilege that comes with the color of our skin and, and you know white people need to acknowledge that around the world but the reason why I'm specifically bringing this up in Heroes of Handheld is because a bunch of video game companies are now starting to um, make efforts to um, donate to causes that affect uh, Black Lives Matter. And specifically to um, this week, it's kind of been interesting because what what you hope with this kind of stuff is that when these companies make these calls and make these actions and put these tweets out, that it leads to more than just, you know, them doing something because it's popular this week to do so like we you know playstation and uh, xbox have both tweeted about black lives matter and standing by black people and black colleagues and then it's like well you just hope you have to hope and you have to call to attention when these companies don't follow through on these things and when they mm. um don't commit to it and like it's you know well when when we present this this program this podcast there's not uh there's not a lot we can do in some regards but there are things we can do in terms of calling attention to stories that um are important that other people have written and that black voices have written and i think that is something that we need to be aware of in future certainly it's like i know this week when i've been sharing stuff about um the protest and things i've been very consciously trying to make sure it comes from like authentic voices which is like i don't know and it's hard isn't it as well because you don't want to fall into the trap of patting yourself on the back for all the good things you've done because the truth of it is we've not done enough and we need to do more no, no it seems over the past um well i think the past week where it's really you know escalated globally there's been a lot of uh, useful information that's been posted around like because i think a lot of people are probably in similar to what you were saying like you know wondering what they can do to help because you know it's one thing as you said just to post on social media which a lot of i mean it's good what a lot of companies have done to show solidarity but that's just one part of it you know it can't just be like a a one tweet or one facebook post and that's it but it's been quite heartwarming to see over the past week like how many you know things have been shared and people being educated themselves and there's different campaigns and there's different um you know, uh, articles about the thing and history and explaining, you know, the world that we live in. Yeah. Um, and a crucial point as well is that, like, we as, you know, we as white as white people and uh, need to acknowledge that this is this is uncomfortable for mm-hmm. us to be kind of addressing this. But the truth of it is, like, our uncomfortableness for the last week that we've been talking about this stuff more openly is nothing compared to the uncomfortableness that non-white people um across across the across the 
diverse you know range of people which are affected by systemic racism in this country and in countries abroad our you know our week of being like of acknowledging this is nothing compared to the stories and struggles that the lifetime that, exactly yeah yeah yeah. Through. yeah it's a, yeah it's uh it's been some of the voices that have come out and have made points much better much more eloquent eloquently than i ever could yeah exactly. um but as you say there's been a lot of um in the gaming industry a lot of companies are you know either making making donations or making a stand or cancelling events i mean one of the not sorry to take over one of the main things that i can think of is obviously tomorrow we're recording on the wednesday um, which is the third of june but tomorrow was supposed to be the real PlayStation five yeah um and so he obviously cancelled that earlier in the week because they you know, rightly said they there's more important things to be discussing at the moment um which is you know very quite a, quite a big decision really it's easy, obviously it's easy to say this current climate with obviously the pandemic going on as well it probably wasn't as difficult for them to reschedule everything because you imagine not no one would be going it'll be through online means but it's still a big thing to move that is that would have been a huge news when that eventually dropped so there's things like that i mean on tuesday it was um it was what they called blackout tuesday didn't they yeah on tuesday and people were tweeting and stuff and um yeah it just it shows that people you know, people in different industries and different walks of life, um, the white people from different countries and different walks of life are, you know, want to make a stand as well. And actually, you know, I don't know if assist is the right way to say it, but it was actually quite nice to see how many people, I know this leads back to how just posting something on social media isn't going to solve anything, but it was nice to see the solidarity from so many people around the world about this. Yeah. And obviously that's the first step. Um, you know, there's things that we can do to, um, f- to try and fix the problem in our own in our own lives. Yeah, and to be to to be actively um, allied against this, you know, this global problem, and and not just to sit there and be like, well, I don't directly say anything racist, so it's fine. Like, that's not enough anymore. Yeah. Um. So some of the companies that have uh, made efforts include. Uh, Ubisoft, um, Devolver Digital, Square Enix, um, as well as a new Humble Bundle, uh, which will make you, um, if you buy from it, then proceeds from the games will be donated directly to uh, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund and the Community Bail Fund. Um, Community Bail Fund in particular is a uh, one of the charities that I've been well, the fun, one of the funds that I've been reading up a lot on and have been um, very much trying to learn about their work because it's just something I had no idea, uh, you know, it would be where that was required. Uh, not that I didn't have an idea that it would be work that would be required, but something that I certainly didn't realise would be as crucial as it is at the moment uh, is what I meant by that. Um, there's also Games Done Quick, uh, who are... Um, providing support to the non-profit lake street council's we love lake street project which um directly supports the uh rebuilding of small businesses and non-profits in uh minneapolis on the street lake street which was one of the streets um which was uh kind of physically um you know dismantled for want of a better word um by um by people over the last week and was so this is about rebuilding those businesses um which is again 
you know, really important direct action you can take. Square Enix posted a lot of stuff. Uh, Evo as well, donating money. So a lot of companies. And actually, one of the things I found really interesting was EA, who are obviously a company that are um, very much seen as the, the bad guys of video games. Hmm. But EA did quite an interesting post where instead of just posting and saying, um, you know, we're donating money to x charity y charity uh, x cause y cause which is obviously still a really good thing to do ea have said actually our ceo andrew wilson has sent this note out today here is why we aren't doing enough and here's the steps that we are going to take to make changes within our company um so as well as contributing large amounts of money to fighting uh, racial uh injustice around the us and discrimination around the world uh they're doing kind of quite interesting stuff and it's like they're holding like a community conversation which is over to the entire company that everyone can get involved in um and they are joint making teams within the uh company to kind of discuss this sort of stuff um so like there's a company-wide volunteering day coming up uh on june 19th um so yeah, lots of things going on in this company and they are I think it's really important like that you know everyone looks at takes time to look at themselves within this and looks at what they should be doing and what they can do and like when the big companies do it that is a a good sign I think and that is you know that is an element of change which works alongside yeah. making big donations in a way in different industries it's almost it has to be the industry leaders who start the change so it filters yep. down to the smaller um, companies so yeah for sure yeah and it and it is that thing as well of like this stuff can be difficult to talk about and i think as well we need to uh accept that sometimes you will you won't know everything about this isn't something that we can know everything about without doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning so i hope that everyone who listens to our podcast and program um has been doing some thinking this week looking at ways they can make active um progress on this as a worldwide issue regardless of of your skin color uh regardless of where you're from listening to the show i think is like you know we are all we are all here because we we love handheld gaming but there are bigger things to talk about and to discuss and yeah i don't know it's it's, it's been yeah. as you said it's been an uncomfortable week which is that's part that's what it should have been you know and yeah you know, we're both um affected by it which is good and we're both trying to educate ourselves and find out what we can do to make a change which is good you know people yeah it needs to yeah everyone needs to be able to you know make a change and try and fix the problem that yeah exactly you know. and you know this this week there is a lot of talk this week there is a lot of talk about black lives and black people and um right you know rightfully so because the way that black people are treated is uh across the globe is obviously like really just not not fair not on but we will come you know there is discussions about people with all sorts of different skin colors to mine and yours uh colin which is like when i think of the way that other other people of other 
and you know other uh, colors are treated in in our country and abroad it's like this is a this is the time where we need to really be thinking about black lives and black people but the discussion doesn't end there and isn't over there no this has to be a a long well a lot i say a long-term thing it has to be a thing until it's fixed um whenever that is but um yeah and it's yeah. like it's it's kind of you know even to to be to be to be honest and to be candid i wasn't sure even whether we should be like talking about this and i wasn't sure whether it's the right moment for us to be putting like a podcast out about the latest maybe pokemon news but that's, that's the part of the problem yeah maybe, exactly guess. and we need to address our own uncomfortableness with this topic mm-hmm. and address our own uh preconceived issues and preconceived prejudices and preconceived um ignorance and work on it and that's why i i wanted us to talk about it and you know I, we we are two you know like i said at the top of this quite long running segment we are two middle class white guys from the south of england like we it's so important for us to acknowledge how much how much easier we've had it in life compared to other people yeah sometimes you forget that um yeah yeah so anyway yeah anyway i hope people will uh you know i hope people will do some do some reading about organizations in their area that are supporting this movement and um take the time to do that this week and if you know lots of resources out there you know there's been a lot of people sharing things and there's articles there's books there's podcasts so yeah it's um I guess the first stage is educating yourself on it um, and then taking it from there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's been definitely been a uh, an interesting week in terms of uh, what, yeah, the world. It's yeah. been a strange year anyway, but the past week or so it's just been... And it fundamentally needs to be more than just a difficult week as well, isn't yeah. it? Because this conversation yeah. doesn't end when this... Yeah, it feels... Yeah, it feels like in the past we've had like the starts of these conversations after certain events have happened, but it feels now that this is the time for change and where potentially change could happen. Yeah, you know, this isn't something that's going to go away, rightly so. So, you know, people need to listen. The people in power who make the decisions in in life need to listen. So, yeah, agreed. Um, I don't think there's anything else to. Talk no, about news wise, you know, yeah, that was everything in here. I mean, the psycho to go back to uh, to end the show because like, we're wrapping up now. Um, actually, no, let's 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 not do any more, let's let's end it there. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> anyway, how can people no, I'll, I'll, I'll say this because you, you've said a lot. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, so, if you'd like to listen to any previous episode of Heroes of Handheld, you can find our website, heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com. All previous episodes are listed on there. Uh, we're also, I, I check this, it's true, we are on all good podcast catcher apps. So that's like Stitcher and uh, Podbean and um, iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on many different platforms. If you've just stumbled across this bit of audio, you can subscribe to us on those platforms as well so you can get um, the latest handheld gaming news every single week. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Handheld Podcast. Uh, you can email us heroesofhandheld at gmail.com or you can just Google, oh no, Twitter as well. Don't forget Twitter at Handheld Podcast on Twitter. So yeah, um, that's all our stuff. And we thank you very much for listening and very much appreciate you. And we hope you have a lovely week. 
and enjoy playing your ga gaming devices, whatever form that is in, even if it's PlayStation Vita and Killzone Mercenary. So we will see you next week, same time, same place. Goodbye. Goodbye.